Um, boarding school for many children is a time of being taken away from a family uh, where they where they know everything is known uh, to a place mm. of unknown. I go now to Kosi sure. uh, Gianni um, to talk about uh, what some people are calling boarding school syndrome. Kosi, um, that's not a medical category, but it's there's a sense that there's a couple of learned behaviors and emotional states that follow growing up in boarding school. Um, that that sense uh, that yeah. that you 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 might have been punished for something that that you had you you, you actually don't know what what happened and you don't know what you're having to guess what crime warranted such severe punishment that sense of absolutely yeah. can you relate to that I sure mean, absolutely yeah. you know I mean this is not something that I I you know say that. I studied, you know, um, mm. in, in, in the course of my, my um, study to become a psychologist, but mm. it's one that I can definitely identify with. You mm. know, um, it, it's not boarding school per se, but from my personal life experience, I, 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 was, uh, I had the experience of, of feeling abundant and it's something that I know that I've had to deal with and it's one that comes up mm. from in my life still so mm. many years later. Mm. That feeling that... You know, I was actually left in the care of grandparents that loved me. Mm. I was loved. I, mm. But I know so many, so many. I, and the understanding was that they were going to come. My father was going to come and fetch me on Friday. Mm. And, and I would go and be with my biological parents. Mm. And the thing was, my sister, they, they had been living next door to us, to our grandmother. So my father's home and our, my parents' home were next door to each other. Mm. And at the age of four, my parents moved to another area of Soweto. Mm. And they took my sister with them. And I was left behind. And so the question was, why me? Why did, why did they take my sister away? And I can remember growing up, sitting at the door, at, waiting for my father to arrive, and counting mm. and crying and crying myself to sleep. Mm. And I can just identify with what it would feel like, even more so, mm. being flung in a boarding school with people that you don't even know, mm. in these huge corridors of places that just echo with emptiness. Mm. Mm. And, and, and how does a child make sense of all that? Mm. Mm. Except it's... to take it as something that you have done. And the, they, they must have sent you away. And they, you, you get, the, you lose that sense of belonging to your family and, and the people who belong in your sense of family. Um, Absolutely, it's rejection, it's abandonment, mm, mm, it's feeling mm, unwanted. Mm, it's being the problem child. What's interesting is that many have to prematurely, uh, prematurely appear to have grown up. Um, Absolutely, you but, have to. You but, know that. The, but then there's it, the symptoms of bedwetting and vomiting and and and, 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 and tears because they're not acceptable and and often when they when you when you um, talk about homesick, um, what yeah. happens is that um, it's it's kind of minimized and yeah. it's glossed over, it's insignificant, and it doesn't it doesn't highlight the the trauma. Absolutely. Absolutely. And unfortunately, you know, children being resilient and, and having to become resilient. Yes. Because they, that's the only way they can survive there. Yeah. They have to adapt. You know, yeah. they become fun functional. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is that order and they, it, it's kind of like a band that they have to perform in a certain way mm. in mm. order to function within that system. Mm. Mm. But internally, 
Mm. You know, the, the scarring is, is so deep. Mm. And, and hence, I can identify with, you know, Chavrian's uh, work in mm. terms of it, it's what we see later on yes. in life. Because it's all pushed under. Um, Absolutely. And, but they have to suppress it. Otherwise, how else yeah. do they function? Yeah. Yeah, and it's quite interesting when you look at that the 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 hidden aspect of the trauma of homesickness. You know, you mm. you're emotionally wounded. You, you've been traumatized. You've been exiled because mm. you're now homeless, and Absolutely. you're bereaved. You're grieving for the loss of that, and then you're yes. told, "Get over it." And who do you grieve to? Who, That's who can the thing. hear your tears? Who yeah. can see your tears? Who can hear your pain? Yeah. So that emotional hunger that, that you need so desperately to be witnessed, and for someone to put their arms around you. Yeah. And I was listening to an interview with, with Dr. Shelvian and this woman who is defending the boarding school, she says, I've got 65 children in my care. Mm. 65. Mm. How can you possibly? Well, some, some children let themselves go and they establish very strong sibling boundaries with the people they are at at school. And for some, it's the best time of their life, especially if you're, if you're um, an only child um, but sure. but there is that, that sense. It like a surrogate relationship, as it yes, were. Yes, yes. And because even if you're an only child, it's it's kind of you, that's when you need your parents the most because they mm. are at least the only people that become your attachment figures mm. in the absence of of siblings. Mm. But, but if you if you lose even those. Mm. What are you left with? So, mm. you know, invariably the, the world becomes your family. Yeah. Everybody else becomes your family. Yeah. And the other thing is that you don't know who to be angry with. There's no one with whom the, the child can feel appropriately angry. Because, and yes. often they then turn the anger inward because... That's um, absolutely, they internalize it because and those emotions. You want to keep your parents happy and you're often told this is a very prestigious thing because boarding school is yes. not for everyone. So you're told yes. it's something good, but yet you experience yes. as, as, as this trauma. And so you're absolutely. constantly learning this emotional numbness um, and the general uh, depression. And then, of course, you add on to that the kind of general bullying and these ghastly initiations they have in boarding school. The ridicule and all that of of your emotions, of your pain. And and you then have to be stone-faced and and get on with it. and, And the paradox of it is that you have everything. And, of course, the question would become, what are you crying for when you're surrounded by all this? Mm. You lack nothing. What do you want? Mm. And the thing that you want the most is the very thing that costs nothing. Mm. And that's the very thing that, you know, you're exiled from, as it were. Yeah. What's interesting is often you hear people talk about um, a boarding school and um, when when they tell stories, they often emit the the sort of emotional impact and or they gloss it over the, the, mm. the, the suffering with a well-rehearsed joke. Yes. A lot of joking and laughing, and we hear the comedy, um, and and often people, the ex-boarders might feel socially confident, but they have a yes. deep and permanent lack of trust. In, in Absolutely, but that becomes, you know, the, the tapestry of connection that they have to form. Yeah. It becomes a way to laugh it off, in yeah. a way. Yeah. You know, the, the, because otherwise, it, 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 it just is too sad to contemplate, to comprehend, to sit with that pain. Yeah. So to cover over it, let's humor it and laugh it off, then at least we can, we can lighten the burden, as it were, but it doesn't go away. Mm. And all it means is that we, we, we build this veneer mm. of joy, yes. of connectedness and so on, but the people that we need the most yes. are the people we have the least available at the time of our greatest need. Yeah. 
Wow. The, the interesting thing is that um, the powerlessness that the children might feel in relation to the, the rules um, um, obviously might create a bond with, with and produce people who conform. And, and I, I was amazed by this, the, the thought that uh, such people might follow a career in the military, the law, or some sort of highly yeah. formalized institution because it, it, it's something that y- your sense of order is maintained. Absolutely. And there's a sense of continuity because Mm. anything else would be too overwhelming to to contemplate. And how do you navigate your way when you have had to function from your shoulders up Mm. and just get things done? Mm. And so therefore it it would make sense. Or the flip side would also happen where there would be absolute rebellion Mm. Mm. against anything that vaguely resembles order. The interesting thing is the male and the female borders. The 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 the, fem- the, the, the male borders tend to have that more physical beatings and those, um, you know, yeah. the the physical initiations. Yeah. Where um, apparently in, in 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 female boarding schools they get they get um, they they tend to get punished with shame and humiliation and mm. um, to mask all of it. They suffer they they suffer, but they mask it, and so they often they say tend to be people who get on with all classes of people and help others to feel at ease. Isn't that interesting? Yes, because they have had to learn to be at ease with the most the, the deepest dis-ease, mm. as it were, of, mm. of in life, mm. and and that's kind of their entry into the social space of mm. life. Mm. Because mm. if you look at you know our development and and is is from that nuclear family and and slowly growing your network of connections into the outer family but you always come back to base mm. that's the nest mm. and mm. when that's taken away you can only but function within that open space mm. that mm. is also you know structured and very rigid and you can and and it then makes sense that you can help others because that's your default space mm. where you have learned to be who you are is within those confines of that. Mm, I read about some celebrities. Uh, Rupert Everett said that uh, when he was sent to boarding school, he couldn't stop crying. <laughs> um, you, and you mentioned crying as a release. Um, Kristen yes. Scott Thomas has described boarding school as a wicked thing. And James Blunt said that mm. boarding school, funnily enough, was an inspiration for his music because to be taken away from one's family and locked away for 10 years creates yeah. an incredible intensity of emotion. Isn't that interesting? He turned that into the power of music. Sure. And isn't Absolutely. that what some people do? They learn. And so that becomes the transitional yes. object of attachment. Yes. You know, and, and of course it will open up certain sp- spaces in people that they can use in constructive ways. You know, yeah. but that doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. You know, in, in the whole thing that some people will find ways to, to convert that pain mm. into something that can, that can uh, um, function. Yes in socially acceptable ways. But some people will fall by that sword. Because if you don't do that, you actually might end up showing signs of amnesia and, and that inability to get in touch with your feelings. And, and, and similar to the feelings that, that, that people have with a post-traumatic stress disorder. Indeed. Mm. Because mm. It, it is in a traumatic experience mm. for the child at, at that time. Mm. My and question is... is one that, you know, people are reliving Yes, that sense of emptiness, and some people struggle with just being with themselves because it takes them back to that place. Yeah, you know, and also that that whole sense of you go home as a stranger, and then you're just getting used to your family, and then you leave, and then, and that kind of creates a psychological pattern, the expectation of being left, 
and that pattern Indeed. How do you, disrupted how do you attachments of trust because yes. it is within yes. our, our our family oh. our primary uh, family that we establish that sense of the world as a safe place yeah but if the very people that yeah. you depend on for life yeah. are the ones that abandon you yeah who can you trust to be there with you and that sense that just when you settled you have the fear that everything's going to be that messed you up and you're going to be pulled you're going to be pulled out of it so yes. that might play out into relationship my question to you is this how come does anyone send anyone to, to boarding school? Obviously, this doesn't happen with all people. And that's why, you know, when I play this clip, I'm wanting mm. to know from listeners, how, mm. how have they experienced it? Uh, because, yeah. you know, I think what's happening is in, in, in those days of old, it was, it's expensive. It's a privilege. You know, suck yeah. it up. And, and, you know, be a man or, or you know, I'm, I'm doing this for you, which makes yeah. it even worse because you then can't yeah. speak about it. Um, yeah. Um, but I don't know. And it became a social marker that you have enough money that you can send uh, a child away uh, to this expensive institution, this uh, expensive prison, as uh, it were. Expensive prison. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a social marker of sorts. So, yes. you know, I, I personally and, and socially and in every context, interestingly enough, we were talking about it just this, this weekend with someone else. And mm. I was saying, personally, thank goodness I'm child free, but I would, I would always advocate that I cannot find reason, okay, with exception, but let me just say under normal circumstances, I cannot imagine how you can justify sending a child to boarding schools at primary school because they are too young to be on their own. Mm, mm, and I cannot mm. then at high school justify when they are teenagers. That's yes. when you need, they need to be with you the most, even. Yeah. So. I think the thing is, if, if needs must, if that's what you're going to do, be aware yeah. that these are the kinds of things the child might be experiencing. And, yes. and notice that there may be um, this person who gets on with everyone, but they're hiding a whole lot of stuff underneath. And yes. it's, it's that sense... Yeah. Of, of being aware that this is what's happening. And, and, if, and for me, I, I think, Lindsay, the most important thing is parents need to ask themselves why they're doing it. Mm. Why they're doing it, regardless of the fact that they can afford it. And is it because you can afford it? And so it becomes just one of those, like a cell phone that you can afford, you will have it or not have it. Mm. I mean, just last time we were talking about um, regretting having children. Mm. Mm. So is it because that's where I'm coming from. Mm. And is it easier, rather than for me to deal with my issues, is it easier to send the problem away? Mm. And mm. where is the problem exactly here? Mm. 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 Well, you know, and the, the mm. child becomes the easiest, the convenient one mm. to mm. dislocate rather than deal with what's going on yeah, yeah. Well, well, Corsi, thanks for, for chatting this through. I never went to boarding school and you hear all these books and, the, and, and as I say, mm. the comedy that comes out of it. But I think yes. it's worthwhile to stop and look and the fact that often young people become adults and this kind of plays out in relationships. And sometimes you it think, does indeed. I, I wasn't aware that that might have been what I was feeling and I was just surviving mm. and this might mm. be a consequence of that. Mm. Thank, mm. You, thank you so much for your time on Cape Talk. I do appreciate it. Most welcome, Lindsay. Thank you. You take care. Sure, I will do Bye-bye.